Okay, you guys got yourselves a ship. We'll leave as soon as you're ready. Docking Bay 94. 94. Alright, welcome to another episode of Docking Bay 94. I'm Carl. I'm Zach. And today we're talking about the Hutt family. The episode that everybody was waiting for. Job of the Hutt and uh, company. So, we want to start with the Hutt plan. Yeah, we'll start by talking about the Hutts in general as a crime family. Yeah. So, I originally thought of Jabba being the leader of the Hutts. Yeah, same. But I guess he's not. He's not. He's one of several um, council members. Yeah, the, 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 what are they called? The the Grand Hutt Grand Hutt Council. Yeah. But um, he is the most commanding voice on the council. He yeah. holds the most weight. He has the the broadest like crime operation, right? And just influence. Yeah, in the galaxy. Yeah, yeah. So we'll start with Jabba. Yeah, um, Jabba. His real name is something I can't pronounce. I'm not even gonna try to attempt to pronounce it. But he has a an official name that's not Jabba the Hutt, which makes sense, I guess. <laughs> but, but it is Jabba. Just... His first name is Jabba, but then he has like a two other names, but I don't know how to say them. Um. Just for just for fun, I I put down well on Wikipedia he's listed as male. I mm-hmm. think we knew this. And his weight is at one thousand three hundred and fifty eight kilograms. That's pretty heavy. It's pretty heavy. But yeah, and he's listed as being about six hundred years old. Okay. Before being strangled to death by Carrie Fisher. Which isn't very old in terms of hut age anyway. Yeah, I guess he. We were we were talking the other day. He's probably like what, like in his thirties or forties. Thirties or forties. Yeah, in, in hut, <laughs> which is uh, impressive, you know, for achieving what he achieved. You know. Uh, so our very first um the inf- very first information we get for, out of Jabba the Hut is from the original Star Wars. We so, he- or, but originally we only know of him in the original Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. We, we hear know, his name. We hear his name and we know that he is has a bounty on Han Solo. Mm-hmm. And that we don't see Jabba until Return of the Jedi. Official I mean right. as the movies came out. Now we have the special edition. Right. They is, went back yeah. to the original A New Hope and they put they took an, a a deleted scene originally. Yeah. Who was actually cut because it was bad because they had that guy yeah, Jabba the Hutt was originally just a, a man. That fat, well, what's that gangster man? I don't think he was ever like that fat guy who played like the Jabba role. I don't think he was ever meant to be Jabba. Huh. Like that was Jabba. I think he was supposed, he was a stand-in that they were going. I think they were going to replace him with like a puppet or like a something. But that would make sense in today where they do the kind of CGI stuff. Yeah. Back then they didn't have CGI. Yeah, right. But I'm, I'm pretty sure I read somewhere that that guy wasn't ever meant to necessarily be, uh, in well, the movie as Jabba. Well, that's what George claims, but uh, <laughs> true, true. It was cut, so yeah, he must have been cut for a reason. But then, yeah, special edition in what, like ninety seven? is when they put out the first uh, special edition version right. of that with, with a bad version, a of very Jabba. bad CGI Jabba. Right, that's horrendous. So. That scene happened, but then they updated that CGI. They updated it. That the Jabba that's in there now looks okay. Yeah, but 
Still, the Jabba from Return of the Jedi looks the best. Oh, yeah. Oh, he looks so good. Yeah. And even to this day, like, they had, I'm, I'm not sure how many exactly they had working on him, but they had multiple puppeteers, like, in the body, moving his arms, him. moving his legs, his tail, his eyes. Yeah. Really awesome. I love how slimy they make him look. Right. That's really cool. And the sounds and whatnot. I, I, I also read that one of the sound effects, just obviously there's a lot of different sound effects behind the sounds that Jabba makes, but one of them was macaroni and cheese. So like boiling? No, like I guess like like stirring, stirring the pot. Like, like that. Oh, okay, <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, he's listed as being about six hundred years old, and well, from okay, here's the thing: yeah. from the original movies, I never got the sense of how he is a crime lord. <laughs> like he has a palace, yeah, and he hires he has bounties on people, yeah. And kills people, but what crime business was he really in? I mean, he was just he death sticks. <laughs> does he really? I don't know. <laughs> no, but really, he all he seems like he does is like have parties at his palace and <laughs> like orgies, dancers. Yeah, yeah. I guess called an orgy. I mean, they're all sleeping there. I don't know. It's weird, but uh, and he does have <laughs> Twilight sex slaves, right? Yeah, yeah. I, well, okay, so that was something I did. I was reading up on on Wikipedia uh, about his criminal organization mm-hmm. it said it listed him as pushing like you know he's an arms dealer he he is a gambler he has bounties on people he smuggles stuff like han solo is a smuggler for him right so he has a pretty wide array of things that he but does when you, when you say smuggler yeah. it's important to mention what we mean so smuggling Spices. in that sense would mean because the empire is in control so what they would consider smuggling would be uh, moving items, illegal items, without maybe paying a tax to the empire, or yeah, yeah, and the, and the republic as well, probably the republic you know. before that, yeah. yeah. So there are probably illegal items that, or items that they move past, like regular regulated areas or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, but that brings up a, a good point, which is by the time the original trilogy comes out, and when the empire has taken over, I get the sense that the huts are in much less control. They have worlds that are, you know, not controlled by the Empire. Like, they're more hut. Like, Tatooine yeah. was totally. in the Outer Rim and not under, not really under the control of the Empire. Yeah, Jabba pretty much had that right for himself. But, I mean, when we get the prequels and we see in the Clone Wars, it seemed more like the huts had, they had hut space. And yeah. literally the Republic had to ask permission to go through there yeah because like, they had much more influence back then yeah because in episode one when they go to tattooing uh <coughs> the credits are no good captain panaka <laughs> is like oh you can't take the royal highness there or whatever uh huts are gangsters huts are gangsters <laughs> so yeah that's that's a little interesting so they definitely had like a lot of power have a lot of power the prequels i sense they actually had a control yeah Whereas in the original trilogy, it didn't seem like Jabba owns Tatooine mm. because you've got all the other places. You've got those moisture farmers, and they all seem to be independent of the huts. Yeah. Like he, I mean, he doesn't own Tatooine, but he like runs. He seems to run a lot of business there. And I think I also read on Wikipedia that I think during the time of the Empire, uh, it mentioned that Jabba specifically, uh, he started on Tatooine, he started to like tax a lot of moisture farmers and like get them to get him water and stuff like that. Right. Uh, 
so he he would take take advantage of a lot of uh, farmers and whatnot. But as you would expect a crime boss to do. Yeah. Our but chronologically, our first appearance of Jabba is Episode One. He's uh, correct overseeing the pod race. Correct. And he falls asleep. So he falls asleep in the yeah. pod race. And what was cool about Episode One is you get to see the first time we get to see another hut. Yeah, we get yeah. to see Gardula the Hut. Gardula the Hut, yeah, yeah. yeah. Next what, to Jabba, was that the pod definitely race. Gardula? I yes, mean, we can assume okay. that was Gardula, and she's a female, right? Yep, yeah. And is she like banging Jabba or no? Are they they're separate? They're not. They're... I don't know because we know Jabba has a son later on. He must have done somebody dirty. How do huts have sex? Uh, I, I mean, they're slugs with their tongues or with their <laughs> with their slug tail. I don't so, know. I mean, like, I feel like it has to be some sort of like weird i don't know how slugs have sex but that's probably like that i don't know i don't know but a lot of people think that there's this whole theory videos on youtube about did jabba have sex with leia Uh, (laughs) i don't know i think that for for her to be that angry at him because obviously she strangles him man she's yeah like she really hated him yeah but Uh, okay so we get to see gardul the hut it's the first time we get to really... Um, She's the one who owns Anakin, right? Yeah, so yeah. she originally owned Shmi and Anakin. Yeah. And loses them in a bet to Wada. Yeah, okay. That's how Wada... That's how they come under Wada's ownership. Wasn't a pod race bet, you think? Or probably? It probably could have been. Yeah. I mean, that seems what to be what he bet on. Yeah. So, I wonder... You remember when Qui-Gon, after the... Race goes down, yeah. and Watto tries to change the deal. He yeah. said, it's not fair. You can't have them. And all he has to do is drop, well, why don't we go talk to the huts? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and Watto's like, Watto's ah, like, oh. Take them. I mean, take him. Take him, yeah. Not, not, yeah, but so Watto is definitely, you know, intimidated by the huts. So it also seems like the huts are reasonable people, and they, you Because know, they would uh, resolve the, the dispute, yeah. and... That's the deal. You made the deal. That's it. Right. Yeah. Uh, but by, by the way, I just want to say I I do hate that scene in the special edition that they added in with Han and Jabba and New Hope. You do. I hate it, but I love the line at the end of it where they're done talking and Han goes, "Jabba, you're a wonderful human being." Right. I love that line. It's so funny. Well, that see, that's why I was saying that makes it more likely that he was a human in the original. I really don't think he was ever intended to be human. I think you that think was just they like a, made that line. Like the the line becomes like ironic in a way. Yeah, when he's a slug. That's what I think it was always intended to be. Personally, okay. I don't know. I just think it's a, it's a cheeky line. I think it's funny. Uh, but so yeah, so, so in, okay. I don't necessarily like the fact that they. The next time we see the huts after that is in the Clone Wars movie. Chronologically, yeah, Clone Wars movie, and I don't like how they turn like crime lord, gangster Jabba into like this guy who really loves his son <laughs> and yeah. like blows kisses at his son, and yeah, you know the what I Clone mean. Clone Wars movie was I love the Clone Wars show was great, but we were talking about this the other day. It kind of one of the weakest points of that show and that movie is the the huts how the, how how they handle the mm-hmm. huts. And the introduction of Zero the Hut is Zero. I don't zero. know what they were thinking. <laughs> I mean, I like the fact that they made him look different. Yeah, he had like tattoos or something, right? It was weird. He's purple. He was, yeah, and he had like yellow 
lines on him. And he wore like flamboyant stuff. And he was yeah. really, he, he reminds me of like Nathan Lane. Do you know Nathan Lane, the actor? Mm, not really. No. Well, he, basically, yeah, Zero is super just. But his voice, man. I mean, come oh, on. That's the biggest thing. The voice is, it, it gets me, man. And I don't understand why there's like one or two huts that speak English. Yeah. But then Jabba didn't, couldn't speak English at all. Yeah. He needed a translator. Yeah. Well, yeah, we have Zero speaking basic and there was like one other hut, right? On the, on the council that spoke basic, right? I don't know. And like, that was a weird, that movie was weird, man. Cause it was, it was cool as we introduced Ahsoka Tano. Right. Uh, which is that cool. That was the good part. But, yeah, but, well, not at the time. Because at the time, people hated Ahsoka. Really? Yeah, when the, when the movie came out, people hated Ahsoka. They were calling her the next, uh, Jar Jar Binks. Oh. People were not, and then when the show that. started, it, it, no one liked her. And then over time, people, now she's one of the most popular characters. Right. In Star Wars, which is awesome. But, yeah, so Zero the Hut is ridiculous. <laughs> the entire plot of um, the Clone Wars movie is kind of ridiculous. Well, basically, Dooku conspires with Zero to steal Jabba's son. Yeah, and blame it on... Blame it on the Jedi. Yeah. Like, they would fail in their rescue attempt. And, yeah. And and then, because they were, the, the Republic and the Separatists were fighting over... They wanted the Hut's controlled, like, hyperspace lanes, right? Right. Yeah. So, Which seems weird to me. What? That, that How are the huts <laughs> controlling hyperspace? Well, they they like run cargo and shit all the time, right? Right, so, I get it. I mean, I get they're gangsters. Yeah. You fly in three Star Destroyers, and what are the huts going to do? True, true. They never explain that. <laughs> that's true. You, you have a point there. <laughs> uh, but... I don't know. That's the plot of the movie, and it's weird. I didn't like so. I didn't like how they have this quasi uh, partnership with the Huts, and then who the uh, the Republic, the Republic, and sure, the, yeah. in the end of the movie, basically, there's like a a partnership yeah. between them. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, it's weird because it doesn't know. feel like the Huts from the original trilogy. Yeah, who are like. We want nothing to do with the Republic. We operate outside of law and order yeah. or whatever. But it's, I mean, it makes sense to an extent that, like, the, the Huts are so powerful. Like, I, at least they make them so powerful in the prequels. It makes sense to an extent that the Republic would have to deal with them. And the biggest, uh, travesty about the, the Clone Wars movie and the show with the Huts is that, you know, we were, we were talking about, what was that one Hut who was like, Marlon Brando. Yeah, I forget his name. <laughs> He's like a cigar in his mouth. He looks he? exactly like the Godfather. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that and Zero, and then like in the in the show, the Clone Wars show, Zero and Sny Snoodles, that yeah. singer from the uh, Jabba's Palace. Yeah. Like she's like his lover or something. Right. Like, she kills him in that, and end. she kills him. Yeah. J- and Jabba hired her to kill right. Zero. So Jabba's ruthless, man. Kills, a, kills his uncle. Zero is his uncle, right? Zero's Jabba's uncle. Yeah. Um, go figure that. I mean, yeah, he's small and Jabba's huge. I mean, I yeah, I always I, that that confused me because I always assumed I was like, oh, uh, Zero is like Jabba's nephew. That would make more sense. Yeah. yeah, but no, it's Jabba is his nephew, which is all right. It's weird. So um, I think it was 
It was Gardula who hired Cad Bane to track down Zero. Oh, okay. I think. When was that? In the in the show, right? Yeah. I don't remember that. Uh, somebody hires Cad Bane yeah. to track down Zero. Okay. Um, but was that when he was in prison? Before that? Before he was in prison, yeah. Okay. Um, but doesn't he get busted out of prison by Cad Bane? A lot of things. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, no, no. Okay, so I think he broke him out because he was supposed to bring him to the huts. Maybe. Yeah. It's been so long. It's been a long time. Clone yeah. Wars. But okay, so they rescue Jabba's son. Yeah. Rota. Rota. Rota the hut. <laughs> and um, we don't hear much about him after that. Where's Rota, man? So Rota. Jabba dies at the end of Return of the Jedi. So we have to assume either Rhoda's still out there somewhere. Yeah. Or J- Rhoda's dead. <laughs> or he died. Yeah. It, it would it would be cool. I would like, like, maybe in the new trilogy. Have Rhoda? Not have him oh, in okay. there, but maybe just <laughs> passively mention, like, the Huts again and that Rhoda is now the leader. That would be cool, yeah. I'll that would be kind of cool. Yeah, because, let's see, Rhoda was born in during the Clone Wars. And then... Mm-hmm. When Jabba died, that was what, let's see, 25-ish years later? Right, but the Hutt's thirty so almost slow. Almost 30 years. So, And then 30 more years after that. So, yeah, he'd be really young still. Yeah, he'd be less than 100 in, yeah. in Hutt. He'd be like a teenager probably or yeah. less in yeah. Hutt years. But He'd have like acne. and. <laughs> <laughs> but he would, he might start being like this, um, you know how like younger leaders are more yeah. like, yeah, who more, grow into the wealth and power? They're more like evil. Kim Jong Un, yeah, <laughs> or yeah. some of the old like kings. Yeah, they're know. like yeah. Um, so it would be king interesting Joffrey. to see if like they are, if Rhoda is just passively mentioned as like yeah. still carrying on this crime family. Yeah, and... yeah. <laughs> Rhoda the Hut. Well, also we see our introduction to Boba Fett is through Jabba. Kind of right, because Boba Fett works for Jabba. Well, no, not our introduction. Well, he hired him. Yeah. Well, our first first time we ever see Boba is in Empire. He's being hired by Darth Vader, but we see Boba with Jabba in Return of the Jedi. But in that deleted scene, and that's in the special edition in New Hope, Boba is with Jabba. Oh, I don't know if I saw that scene. Yeah. No. I mean, it's the same scene we we're talking about. It's the scene where I don't think Boba's in the hangar. He is. Oh, he is. Yeah, he's in. He's in Docking Bay ninety four. <laughs> uh, that scene when Han's talking to Jabba, Boba Fett is there. Okay. And there's even like a moment at the end where like they kind of focus the camera on him a little bit, which I thought was weird because when when was that scene shot? Because Boba Fett wasn't created. Uh, they might have. They might have put him back in later. Did they like just like insert Boba Fett probably, into that? That's uh, interesting. I'm not even 100 percent sure. I'm gonna have to go look back at that. Yeah, I mean he's definitely in it, but he's, he doesn't like say anything or anything. But I remember his other goons. Yeah, well, they had Greedo, of course. Who yeah, gets shot in the face. Now, Greedo was dead before that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's interesting though because in that scene, you oh, also but see... now that you mentioned Greedo, yeah. sorry to cut you off, no, but. You know there's a deleted scene from Phantom Menace. Oh, my Greedo gosh. Greedo was yeah. friends with Anakin Get as my, a child. Get out of my face with that. Hey. I've seen it. It's so stupid. It's stupid, but hey. Greedo was friends with Anakin, and Anakin built C-3PO, and I, I really 
Zords. In a way, though, it's kind of interesting to see Greedo. You know, they they've gotten a fight in that deleted scene. Yeah, and it's he's like innocent kid, but then you kind of like imagine like he he grew up as a street child in Tatooine and became this. Nah, I don't. I don't he became shit. this bounty hunter. I don't care about Greedo's backstory. Oh, come on, man! I don't like that's ridiculous. It gives you a sense of like what Anakin might have been had he never been taken by the Jedi. He might have been like a street, maybe a bounty hunter. Or... Yeah, sure, but I don't know. That's just another like needless like addition that George was doing. You know, he threw Boba Fett, young Boba Fett, in the prequels. See, the thing about do you have a problem with that? I do. But okay, so basically, one of the issues I have with the prequels is that. He wanted to throw in old characters, but his decision, his what he was, what he did was make children, child versions of his. Like, so yeah. we have ten-year-old Anakin Skywalker, ten-year-old Boba Fett. He didn't do this, but he was going to put in a ten-year-old Han Solo in mm. Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, that's probably good that he didn't do that. Yeah, on Kashyyyk with uh, when they're on Kashyyyk and stuff. Right. So he's like, oh, you know, this is a cool character. People want to, you know, from the original trilogy, it's, and you know, we have ten-year-old Greedo. You know, like. That was it's good that he removed it. I like Boba in it though. You get you understand like okay the you understand his disdain for the Jedi because the Jedi killed his father. Yeah. You can see him like how he got the armor from his father and yeah, no, all I, these different things I think is is good backstory to him. Yeah, I mean it's not it's not bad. I just preferred the mystery behind Boba Fett. A little bit more. Okay. I didn't like seeing 10-year-old Boba Fett, especially in the Clone Wars when they bring him in the Clone Wars, and he's, like, super angsty, and he's, like, kid, and he's stupid. And I was like, Boba Fett is so cool, you know? I don't know. I just didn't like... I didn't like Boba Fett in the prequels. But we also... So getting back to, I guess, the Huts a little bit. Um, but we might get more... You might get that throughout, you know, when the Boba Fett movie comes out well if they do a boba fett movie which i think would be a mistake personally oh really yeah i don't know like do a movie with boba fett in it but don't make it a boba fett movie you know do make a bounty hunter movie and have him in it with a bunch of other bounty hunters but he's a, he's a character that i don't think should be a main character in a movie okay i think he should be a, like a, a, a part of an ensemble do you think he died in the sarlacc pit no of course not no no w- what do you think happened Okay, well, I'm, I'm not going to list some knowledge on you. All right, so I ha- uh, in I forget which book it is. I, I believe it might be one of the a- the aftermath books. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's two of them out right now. There's Life Debt and there's Aftermath. I believe in one of those. Those are set you know after Return of the Jedi. Th- and these are canon, by the way. Uh, it might be canon, but it doesn't have a point until they bring it back in the movies. You, what do you mean back in the movies? I mean everything. Everything is canon that comes out now. Yeah, fine. If it's in the book, it's canon, yeah. but. It doesn't make an impression on people until it... Sure. Whether he... I mean, is it possible he'll come back in episode 8 or 9? No. No? He's no. too old? I don't... Yeah, he's, I, I don't think so. But, but then a spinoff movie is what I mean. Like, yeah. until they do that and kind of validate the book, the book is just kind of... Like, I I never want to read a Star Wars book. I'm not, I don't have the interest in reading the books. Yeah. Unless they link it with a movie somehow, then it's kind of nice they to do, know. They do do that. Uh, Lost Stars. Is How do they link it with the movie? The main characters are. It's set during the entire original trilogy. So, 
the 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 characters start out in the Imperial Academy, and we see this. They start as kids, and they grow up, and we see events from New Hope, Empire, and Return of the Jedi, and the Battle of Jakku. From their point of view, they we, the book goes through the destruction of Alderaan. The book goes through the the scene where the Tie Fighters are attacking the Millennium Falcon. The the book goes through the Battle of Hoth. It goes through the second battle. Uh, the, the battle on Endor or the second Death Star. So all the major battles in the original movies are in that book. And what does that add to Boba Fett's character? Well, it's nothing to do with Boba Fett. That's just that I thought we were just talking about in general. The books. Well, support you know the books and the movies. That are. book supports the movie, so fine. Yeah. And like Catalyst, that's fine. How yeah. It gives you backstory to Rogue One. Yeah. After the aftermath. What I mean is, if they don't bring back Boba Fett. Somehow, yeah. in a movie, yeah. What was the point of explaining this in a book that well, he got gets out of the Sarlacc pit? Well, for what I do, I I mean, this is predictions, but I do believe that they will put Boba Fett in a movie yeah. at some point. I don't know. I don't want them to do a Boba Fett movie, but I think he will. They they will do that, or they'll put him in a movie. Um, Would you prefer it was pre original trilogy or post original trilogy? I want to see him. Get out of the Sarlacc pit. I want to see post OT. That's what I would like to see. Okay. Um, but yeah, there, there's in the aftermath books that they do have a, a quick aside about finding some Mandalorian armor on Tatooine that has acid damage on it and whatnot. Okay. Um, so th- that's a heavy, heavy, like, you know, implication. Um, probably just, it was just a nod at the time, but I mean, we can assume that. You know, Lucasfilm knows Boba Fett. People love Boba Fett. They're not going to waste. But we know now from Rebels that there's a lot more Mandalorians out there. True. We don't know what happens to Sabine Wren. Yeah, well. I'd like to see her come back somehow. Yeah, well, I mean, we have to see where where Rebels goes, I guess. Well. To go a lot of places. That's the big question. Are they going to kill off all these characters? We know they didn't kill off uh, Hera. I think the only people they have to kill off... Kanan. Kanan and Ezra. Or get rid of in some way. Get rid of in some way. Yeah. A.K.A. Ezra and Snoke. All right. Anyways. No, <laughs> <laughs> um, um, so, the Huts. Yeah, the Huts. Their homeworld. Do you want to talk about their homeworld? Oh, home yeah. That's a good idea. Now Hutta. Now Hutta. Now Hutta. And it's a slimy, nasty... Bog. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like a Dagobah, right? Yeah. It has... It reminds me of... Uh, well, in Clone Wars, when they're on it... It's like very like Louisiana swamp kind of right because they they ride that that like what's that what's that airboat the airboat kind of thing with like the fan on it yeah. and you're like yeah and they go to a uh, mama's house right mama and it, mama and she lives like in this um she's gigantic she's gigantic oh my god she's massive and she lives like she doesn't move right she just sits there yeah yeah I think so but now Hutza is nasty um is like. I, I read that that's what makes the huts so elusive to, you know, getting captured by because the Republic it's hard would it be hard for them to go there to like arrest them. That's, well, it's an outer rim planet, right? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I guess I guess that it's like it's you know in the middle of nowhere probably. Um, you mentioned the outer rim, right? Yeah. So we hear a lot of times them, you know, they refer <coughs> to the outer rim as like. Uh, distant part of the galaxy. It's not under control. Not like the core. 
in the inner and outer core worlds. Yeah. Right. But in, in, um, Force Awakens, we get even more detail about something that's, what, where do they say the first order arose? Like in the, uh, in like the empty space, like the, yeah. I the, there's know. a new term for maybe even farther than the outer rim. Yeah. I don't know. It might have been like unexplored territory, maybe. It's called the unknown regions. Un- oh, yeah, that's right. Unknown regions. Um, and that's supposedly where the first order formed and yeah. maybe probably where Snoke is hiding out. That's true. Yeah. So that makes you think like it's even farther than the outer rim. Yeah. No one really, no one. Camino no. was beyond the outer rim, right? Oh, was it? I don't remember that. It just, oh, I thought it? it was just erased. Uh, no, 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 because he goes and talks to Dax. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Dexter, Je- Dexter, Dexter Jester. Jester. Oh, and man. he says, Camino. Uh, by the Rishi Maze. By the Rishi Maze, yeah. beyond the Outer Rim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's beyond the Outer Rim. So that could be another the term. Outer, outer Rim. For, that could be another term for the Unknown Regions. Maybe. But no, see, even that was erased from... The archive, yeah. but it was part of the archive. I feel like the unknown regions were probably never in the archive. Like they're unknown, they're yeah unexplored. Yeah, because if the Je- if the if the Jedi had them, the Republic would have it, and, yeah. and then the Empire would have it. You know, yeah. so, so unexplored territory. But what's cool is that you know if if we're assuming that that's where Snoke is, yeah, then that's where Kylo Ren is going in Episode Eight. Yeah. So we might get to see. Some of this unknown, some of this unknown region. Yeah, I hope whatever it is, if it's on a planet or if it's not in a planet, if it's on like some sort of space thing, space station kind of thing, I hope it's you know wherever Snoke is. I hope it's dope. Well, Ah Two is probably pretty far too. Yeah, it couldn't be like a well-known planet otherwise. Yeah. It must um, be pretty far out there too. We we hear the term in Force Awakens. We also hear the term Western Reaches, which is where Jakku is. Han right. Solo mentions the Western Reaches, so I, that's even, but that's even closer than the inner, the Outer Rim. Is, is Jakku Outer Rim, or is that? Clo- is well, that, I could look up the map. They have, yeah, there is a map, but there's different maps, and you know, who that's knows true. which one are is the real? I believe though, Jakku is closer than the Outer Rim. I th- I think so, yeah. And I never got the Outer Rim either because when you have hyperspace, yeah. what does it matter if it's in the Outer Rim? Well, even if. Even though you have, you have hyperspace, they're still dis- you know they're still farther away. So sure, but if you could get to any of those places within twenty minutes, well, it it yeah, doesn't I mean, feel like I'm, yeah. But do we really know how long exactly like some of these trips take? Do, I don't know if we can go off the movies because the movie has to has to condense stuff. Well, you can't go off science because <laughs> science. Yeah, I mean. Science would tell you it would still take thousands of years to get there. Yeah. Traveling, I mean, I've heard traveling at light speed. Yeah, or with like hyperspace, you could get there. And there's no limit to the amount you could bend True. space, so you could get there in a second. Well, yeah, I mean, so it depends on the lane because I remember seeing, you know, like so in Revenge of the Sith, you know, Palpatine goes from Coruscant to Mustafar in uh-huh. like 20 minutes, right? So to get to Anakin at the end of Episode three. So I feel like, and also we see the Republic and the Separatists fighting over hyperspace lanes. Mm-hmm. So there's certain lanes that are quicker, but those are probably more, you know, controlled. Or, I don't know necessarily that they're quicker, but 
they always have to make the calculations. Why? Because Han Solo says you you know you'd get too close to something, you'd hit it. Yeah. So my envision of what the hyperspace lanes are clear areas yeah where they could travel unobstructed without worrying about running into asteroids or stars or, or planets. Yeah. But yeah 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 um but we got now Hutta's on the outer rim and we see it in the clone wars for the first time right not not the movie it's in the show right yeah it's not in the movie yeah. at all um i don't know it's a cool it's a cool planet it it definitely fits what i would imagine would be their home world. Uh, makes sense to me. <laughs> right. Uh, it's nasty. For some reason, there's like a difference between, like on Wikipedia, they have a canon tab and a legends tab. Mm-hmm. Legends tab has, lists Jabba's home world as being now Hutta. But on canon, it says his home world is Tatooine, which he does live on Tatooine. Right. But was he born, was he born there? I don't know. He could have been born there. But still, we know now Hutta is the Hut homeworld. Yeah. You know, in a way that Ryloth, Twi'lek, homeworld. Home yeah. That doesn't mean Twi'leks couldn't be born on other planets. Yeah. But that's what they consider, like, their planet. Yeah. Kashyyyk is, you know, the Wookiee homeworld. And- yeah. Uh, looking at my notes, there was another thing I wrote down that we haven't talked about. Um, I completely forgot that it happened. But in the Clone Wars show, when Darth Maul comes back... Darth Maul does some business with Jabba, and it's when Darth Maul is create, trying to like amass power or whatever by himself with his, with his uh, brother Savage. Right. He starts the Shadow Collective, mm-hmm. and it's just like a group of criminal organizations. So he has the Black Sun, Death Watch, and the Pike Syndicate, and then he goes to Jabba the Hut, and he wants Jabba to to, to help them, and Jabba doesn't want to. And then he basically forces Jabba to join the Shadow Collective. Okay. Um, I don't know. I don't. Re- I don't recall that episode arc necessarily, but mm. that's something that happens. So Darth Maul dealt with Jabba. So Jabba has dealt with uh, some Sith lords, man. Well, he got... deals. He deals with a lot of yeah. unfavorables. Yeah, unfavorables. But Count. I think I think there's one interesting aspect. If we're talking about the huts as a as a gen, as a general thing, yeah, or because Jabba in Return of the Jedi mentions that his mind tricks won't work on Jedi mind tricks will yeah. not work on him, yeah, which I tend to assume it means probably his race, yeah, it doesn't or, work on his or race. Jabba's just smart, yeah, could be, yeah. But another example we have of that is Watto, who's a Toydarian. <laughs> Only money. So in that case. We do know that they don't. It doesn't work on any Tordarians, right? Um, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. I don't like that, but I guess that's the case. It's kind of weird. You don't man. like that any race could. I don't like that just because you're a certain race. It's it's ineffective. Right. It should be by individual. You know. So maybe he didn't mean that. Um, yeah. Maybe it's just that. He is Toydarian, and he likes money, therefore yeah. he wasn't affected by it. And Jabba, it doesn't work on Jabba. It could work on... I don't know if there was ever an instance in Clone Wars where they used a mind trick on a, on a hut, like Zero or anything. I don't mm. think so, but... I don't think so. Um, okay, so I guess the last thing I can think of to talk about regarding Jabba is his death. Okay. Because we, we touched on it a little bit, but... So he dies uh, for ABY in Return of the Jedi... By the hands of Leia, she strangles him with a chain. 
I miss him. I miss him. He's a, he's a he's a good character, man. He is a good character. I'm like I said, I'm really interested to see if they're a part of the story going forward. Yeah, I don't I don't, I think with the with the episode 8 and 9 I don't think we're gonna like necessarily see a hut we might see a hut but I don't think they'll be a big deal maybe mentioned would be cool but I think we'll definitely see them in but some other movies but if you think about it man that would have been the time for the huts to gain even more power true when the empire falls it's likely that they took over a lot more true space I, I do I do think that this is a sound of my head cannon, but when the republic came out of the empire um the Huts probably did get some more power, and the the New Republic probably had to had to deal with the Huts a lot. Right, but they initially. were never the New Republic never really had it going on, so it's unlikely that they were able to keep yeah. them in check. Yeah, the way the Empire that's, did. That's probable. I don't know. I really want if they do this like Boba Fett movie or whatever it is. I prefer it to be like a bounty hunter movie, but if they do that, then I would love to have a Hut presence in there. For sure, I would love to see some some huts. Okay, um, and so all right, another, we'll, we'll end with this. If when they do a movie with huts in them, do you want them to be puppets or CGI? That's a tough question. Um, or both. If you asked me a while ago, you know, before Force Awakens, I would have said that CGI has progressed so much that it's probably fine now. It won't be stupid. Yeah. But after seeing the puppets they did in Force Awakens, puppeting, too, has also gotten yeah. very good. They had some really great puppets in there, like the one that J.J. Abrams brought on stage. Oh, that was so that cool, one? yeah. And you barely even see you see him a glimpse of him in the movie. Yeah. All that work into, like, yeah. a glimpse Force in the Awakens actual movie. dope puppets, man. And that's fine, then. If they can do a puppet that good, and then... Re- they, do them as a puppet. Yeah, if they could do Jabba the Hutt that good in, in 1983, they can do a Hutt like way better now. Yeah, with a puppet, I think that would be dope. And also now, the the most effective thing I think is to do a combination of both, because you know you you, you do the puppet and then you do a little CGI touch ups here and there, right? But generally, it's a puppet, and I think they should do that. But do you have any, you have anything else to add on the Hutt plan? Like I said, in the new movies, it mm. would be, it would be unusual if they weren't there. They have to be in the sure. galaxy, yeah. And because of that, you have to like, they don't have to be in any way central to the movie, but they should be there in a somehow. No, I agree. I I I would be okay if we saw some huts. Either we saw them, or they just have an uh, part in the story that you mention them. Yeah, I think they should definitely be definitely be mentioned. In eight or nine, um, and maybe maybe get some get some looks at some huts. That'd be cool. So like, you know, with with the last episode of Rebels, we yeah. learn about the first Mandalorian Jedi, which I still haven't seen. But yeah, okay, no, that's okay. You can you can talk about it. I don't care. I, I'll see it. I, I'm not necessarily talking about that. Okay, but you see the first Mandalorian Jedi. You yeah. learn about him. Do you think a hut has ever uh. <laughs> has there ever been a hut Jedi? <laughs> Oh man, that's a good question. Or Sith. Or Sith. Oh, Force sensitive hut. Force sensitive. I, I mean, it's a living thing, you know. So it has midi chlorians. It, it's, it's probably yeah. I mean, that's a uh, that's interesting. We have to we have we have to check to see if there's. I mean, I'm sure in Legends there has been, just because Legends has everything. Probably not in canon yet. Oh yeah, I'm sure in Legends. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you but all kinds of ridiculous things. 
a Jedi hut. It, like bounces around on his. I mean, it would have to be like real. <laughs> it would have to be a force user. Realistically, if there was, yeah, it would have to be like some sort of. He would have to be less of a fighter and more of just kind of like a. Yeah, like a force, like he like uses a, force has powers. wisdom, and he like just like yeah, it doesn't really like go into battle and have a lightsaber and you know swinging around. Probably more like a, a sage, you know. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> that's funny to think about. <laughs> that is funny. I never thought about. But that. But I wonder if there are any huts that aren't part of the crime family. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure I mean, there are. Yeah, just rogue decent, huts. upstanding huts. Rogue hut, rogue one, <laughs> rogue hut. Yeah, I don't know. Uh... That's an that's an interesting thought. That's an interesting thought. Hopefully, we'll see we'll see some of that at some point. Maybe mm-hmm. a, a force sensitive hut. What I would be interested in is what kind of lightsaber that he'd even used. Because I remember there was a Wookiee Jedi youngling in Clone Wars, and his lightsaber had like wood on it. You yeah. Know? So a, a, a hut lightsaber. I don't even know, man. It'd be like have slime on it or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but I don't know. I think that about wraps it up. For this for this week, uh, any closing statements there, Zach? Or you feel good? I think that's good. All right, uh, make cool. sure you join us next week. We're doing an episode about lightsabers. Lightsabers, yeah. We'll have a guest on for that one, and we'll it'll be all about lightsabers. You can check us out on Twitter, Doctor Bay ninety four Pod. All right.